Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today is our first ever box office show. Um, I don't did we come up with the name yet? I don't think we did. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> joined by my co-host for this box office show. Basically, uh, every week we will well, hopefully every week we will uh, have a moment in the day where we Sundays when we talk about the box office and what happened this weekend. You know, like which movies did great, which movies is bad, how much movies lost, all that stuff. So my co-host for the show, Larry from Larry Screen, Larry Screen Talk. How are you? What's up, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Tonight is the Oscars. Hopefully, we can talk about the Oscars a little bit before the show's over and see what where we land in our predictions and stuff like that. But. The main focus for today is the box office. Uh, now, we have to come up with a name. We can do it on air. I forgot what the vote was like two weeks ago when we asked everyone. <laughs> I think, wasn't it like box office showdown or throwdown or something like that? Box office talk? Box office beatdown, I think. Was the oh, box term. office beatdown. Yeah, I like that, actually. What do you think? You like that one? Yeah, I like it. All right, that's the one we got. Box office awesome. beatdown, episode <laughs> one. Larry and Dwayne, that has, that has a nice ring to it. So, all right, we'll get started. This weekend's box office, the weekend of February 22nd. Uh, box office, Larry, how did, how did this weekend do? So, of course, we had the big release of the weekend being How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden Worlds, the third and supposedly final in this trilogy opened to a very nice 55.5 million which was above the studio expectations they were anticipating right around 40 million it's the biggest box office opening of 2019 thus far of course it will be eclipsed in a couple weeks with captain marvel but it holds that for now but more importantly, it is the biggest opening in the How to Train Your Dragon franchise, the first one to crack that 50 million opening mark. So a lot of exciting news, especially for Universal. This is the first time they are releasing a DreamWorks film since acquiring the animation studio. So kudos to them for opening big. Um and then looking worldwide, this film opened in a couple, I think, two territories six weeks ago, like way back in January. Um, <laughs> it's been open in like Australia for, for well over a month. Um, but it did open in a lot of territories this weekend as well. It showed signs to be at least on par with the second. However, it still has China to come next. I think it's next week on the first. And then it doesn't open till way later in the year in japan but right. total right now it's sitting at 274.9 million worldwide off of a Jeez. 120 so Jeez. Yeah. um well okay uh see see that was i saw that number and i was just like um good lord i did not see that movie making so much this weekend maybe because of the uh and and like you're right it, we've been waiting for like this a big box office like you know blowout and it's we still haven't been you know we've been waiting for it when it came to like what movies like what would you say like maybe glass and like lego movie and then alita battle angel did uh, didn't didn't even like crack even close to there yeah. and stuff like that so i'm very happy for this movie did you did you see it 
I did. I saw it at a screening a few weeks ago, and then I saw it again yesterday. <laughs> so oh, I contributed so... to the box office this weekend. <laughs> so you're one of those. So you really liked it. I, I, I love assume. it. So yeah. I'm so happy to see it do so well. Yeah, yeah, when looking at the Lego movie, that one was at a 34 million. So this this up the ante by over 20 million. Um, and actually, the Lego is a huge decrease from the first one. But right. yeah, I am. Um... I so I I didn't I wasn't able to catch this uh this one yet just because I've been like on working and all that type of stuff but I'm going to try to check it out this week this week at some point eventually and stuff but I'm very happy to see that it did so well. I mean I I was not expecting the big number at all. What do you think contributed to the um the the big the good number? Yes, so Universal is the one who handles a lot of the stateside illumination marketing. So I really do think Universal and their marketing team had a lot to do with this. Just looking, the the weird aspect of this is that DreamWorks has went through three different companies now. For each of the How to Train Your Dragon films, it's been released under a different parent company. Um, so I think Universal takes big props. Um, and I, I don't know. It's very strange that a third in a trilogy jumps higher than both of its predecessors. It's a very, it's a very strange situation, but a welcomed one. Now the test to be to see the legs. I don't think yeah. it's, it's insane to anticipate legs like the first film had because that started a little bit smaller, but just kept going and going and going. Um, probably more along the lines of the second one, I'd guess, but that gets it to around 200 million domestic. So, uh, that's still a, pretty great haul for the cheapest to make in the series right right definitely agree especially uh especially especially when you have like sequels that came out like lego the lego movie 2 that didn't do as well as the first one did and stuff like that too it's very interesting to see i guess this is like a really really massive fan base everyone you know it's the it's the end of the trilogy and stuff like that so i guess maybe that had a lot to do with it as well but um yeah, very very happy to see happy um I was gonna say happy death day. Oh, I cannot wait till we get to that movie. Oh my lord. Um, but I'm very happy to see how to train your dragon three get some really really good numbers this weekend. I think it'll have good legs because I mean next week is like Greta, um which is no which isn't in the same demographic. So exactly. Fine. So I think it should be fine. I think I think out of anything it'll have like maybe like under under 30 percent uh drop and stuff so we'll see how it goes that's what i'm predicting yeah, it's the next animated film doesn't come out until wonder park which oh. i don't know how much competition that'll actually be so oh, we'll see yeah. <laughs> um but all right, all right. so let's um, get into the um number yeah. two Number two comes in with Alita Battle Angel, so it fell off the number one spot. It made about $12 million this weekend, which is a 58% drop. So total domestic, it's sitting at $60.7 million and domestically. And then worldwide, it's up to $263.4 million. So it's doing pretty well. Uh, it opened... Pretty big with a 60 million plus or minus Chinese opening this weekend. Right. But I think they were hoping for maybe a little bit bigger in China as well because it's sitting on a massive $170 million production budget. So that's without marketing or anything. Mm. Um, so it's been reported this film needs to get up to the 500 range. I saw that. Worldwide. Oh. So it has, it's only just past halfway. To 500 million worldwide and a 58% drop 
it's a little steeper than I think they were hoping for, just because the buzz was so positive, the audience reaction was so positive here in the U.S. It's, um, yeah, falling down to 12 is, is a little bit rough. It is. It is. I was just like, um, I was like, ah, like when it, uh, when it first came out, I, when I was, uh, like me and Brett were talking about from the page, we were talking about how, like, it was good thing for them to get out of that weekend of where it was supposed to come out, which was the 21st, I believe, when it was supposed to go up against Bumblebee, Aquaman, and, uh, Mary Poppins. And I, this movie would have made like Mortal Engines money if it did that. Uh, but, it was smart enough to move, but I mean, it's just like how much did that move really affected all? I mean, I guess it affected it a lot, but like still, like yeah. domestically, like domestically, the like no one really showed up to this thing, you know. And it's a massive block. They tried to market it as this like event and blockbuster and stuff like that, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like a movie like this should have been hit in the summer. What do you think? It's just, it's so difficult with Alita. I think it was in such an uphill battle this whole time because it's been moved several dates, been pushed back several times, and it keeps getting moved after a trailer gets released. Or we have, like, standees at the theater that said, coming in this date, and then they take them down and put up another one. So it's just been moved around so much. Um, This kind of big, like, it could have succeeded. We could have seen some sort of maybe... Black Panther type of action February release. Obviously, it doesn't have the cultural significance of Black Panther uh, coming out during Black History Month and the like. But there is a niche in January and February to get one of those to kind of break out. But Mm -hmm. with a a riddled film like this, it's a really tough sell these days to get people to go see original sci-fi or original uh, fantasy. So I I think it was just too much for a leader to really overcome. It overperformed opening weekend, but now it's looking like even it needed to over, over perform. Yeah. Because it just cost too much money to make that it was, it was in a real battle <laughs> from the start <laughs> nice um nice little nice little nice little like um thing right there it was a ni- it was a real battle i agree because yeah. i i don't know because even i was talking about in the in in my review how like I, I i'm surrounded like my family loves action movies my boss he loves action movies and i asked i like i asked him and i'm like hey man that alita battle angel movie's coming out like are you checking that out and he was like yeah oh wait and then I asked my mother, who loves like like those kind of movies she's into. She's always there opening weekend, you know, in those movies. I asked her, oh, you checking out Lead the Battle Angel? Eh, oh, wait. And I'm just like, why is that? Like, like for some reason, it's just not resonating with, with casual audiences, you know? And it's just like, I, um, maybe, I, I, I think maybe the summer would have benefited. Like, if they just yeah. off the rip... If they just off the rip said it was coming out next summer, because then you're like, because usually like I don't know if you remember those those old days where like like a movie will come out, you see a trailer to a movie like one summer, and it'll be like oh next summer, like oh wow now we have this event yeah. that we have to plan for and that's gonna be so fun to go and see, but it's just like February like fourteenth, uh, you know, it's just yeah. I don't know, and I guess um, and then I guess you know. Uh, it being moved probably probably like no if you're a casual when it was moved people were probably just like oh i mean well that means that it's not good then then you know that if it's being moved out of its state two months later uh so maybe that has something to do with it but it's just i just don't think it's resonating with a lot of these uh core audiences you know 
Yeah, I certainly agree. Yeah. All right, so um, let's get into the uh, number three spot. So we talked about it a little bit while we were talking about How to Train Your Dragon. But in right. third place, we have The Lego Movie 2, the second part. That mm-hmm. came in at just over $10 million in week three. So mm-hmm. overall, that gives us an $83.6 million domestic total and a 136.6 worldwide total however this is a 51 percent almost 52 percent drop for the lego yeah. 2 in week three of course it had direct competition this week as how to train your dragon came had a big opening so it was expected to fall kind of hefty but i mean looking at an 83 million right now in week three the original made 69 million in its first weekend so i I'm a little bit baffled, actually, with the Lego movie. I don't know why people haven't come back for this one. Um, I think maybe they oversaturated their market with those two spinoffs, maybe just one. In between mm-hmm. the first one and the second one, just release Lego Batman and save Ninjago. Don't release them both in the same year, certainly. I remember then, that, yeah. Yeah, and then we come right back with the Lego movie, too. I think maybe they've just oversaturated their market. And then there's so many Lego TV shows. I mean, there's just a mm-hmm. lot of Lego right so, now. So a lot of Lego DVDs. Like, yeah. you know, every time on the uh, World Show when Alex does his movie pull list, he always says, like, oh, Lego, my pony, something. You know what I mean? There's always something Lego that he says and stuff like that. And I guess you, you're right. You can only get, you can only, like, have so much. And I've, def- I've definitely, get, I'm, I'm definitely getting kind of, I mean, the second part was good. But I'm just like, I kind of, uh, like, you know, I get it. I'm just like, eh, you know, how much can we really get, you know, how much can we really go with this style, you know, of, of like, storytelling and stuff like that. And uh, maybe it's just not people's things. And I, I know no one really, um, no one really saw, like, Ninjago and really resonated with that either. And Lego Batman, I know that was a huge hit in the first Lego movie. But, yeah, I, I definitely see this decline. I definitely think that this is going to be, like, like, the last Lego movie in a while before we get another one, you know? I, I think I think this is, like, this is going to be a break from all of them. So I know they're in production working on Lego Batman 2, so I guess right. we'll see how that does in comparison to the Lego Batman movie, but it'll be interesting to see if this is the last, like, full-on Lego movie, um, depending on how it goes from here, because it doesn't look like it's going to have great legs right. just based off of these first two week drops. It's, a, it's like, a, like an uphill battle right now yeah. for them as well. It's looking a little rough. So uh, we'll get into the number four and we'll do all the uh, we'll do the top five spots. We don't have to do like the top good. ten, but we'll do top five. So we'll get into the number four. What was that like? That was Fighting With My Family, jumping up. So technically, it's not a debut because it released into four theaters last week. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically a debut as it went wide this week to just over $8 million giving it $8.2 million for its mm-hmm. two-week haul uh, domestically. We don't have the international box office numbers. I don't think it's actually opened elsewhere yet. I think they've just had kind of pre-screenings as well. So that was on the a little bit of the lower end. It was within expectation, but on the lower end of expectation. But I think it's just because those trailers undersold the film a little bit. Uh, I wasn't right. I wasn't necessarily looking forward to it. I thought it looked cute. It looked fine. <laughs> but I think it was a much better film than the trailers had let on. So okay. I'm hoping word of mouth stays strong for this film and it's able to, to have some legs as we move forward. 
So with that movie, uh, like I, I'm a huge wrestling fan, okay. so I was already looking forward to it. Because you're right, I was like, I, I wrestling movies usually <laughs> aren't good. And I, as a wrestling fan, that's sad to say. But the movies, unless you have like the movie The Wrestler, uh, Wrestler, but, yes. yeah, right. <laughs> but like wrestling movies based on wrestlers are just never good. So when this was coming out, I was like, ah, I don't know. And then that trailer came out, and I was like, uh, I don't really, I don't. This is gonna be like. This is gonna look. This is gonna be horrendous. Is what I was saying. And but then I kept hearing good things from Sundance and stuff like that. I'm a huge fan of Paige, the actual re- wrestler, because I remember. I remember when she came up. When she like when she started and came up on the um, like you saw it right. So the part when yes. she does go to the main roster, as they call it. Like I remember all of that, and I remember watching that on screen and cheering for her and she, her doing so well. Now something interesting. I do think. When it comes out in the UK, I do think it'll do well in the UK. Just because her family is like, uh, like that's the family in the UK as far as wrestling goes. Yeah. So I mean, I I will be interested to see how it does over there. But I am happy that it made a little bit, a couple million and stuff like that. I didn't expect this movie to make like twenty million or fifteen. No. I like I I'm happy with what it made. You know. Yes, I think it's. And I'm not sure. Um, how the WWE ratings have been recently. Right. Uh, I heard that they're a little bit down in general for Get WWE down. ratings. Get a ton. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't follow the WWE anymore. I used to back in the era of The Rock. I was mm-hmm. all about that life, but I haven't followed it as much recently. And yeah, so I, I don't know if that contributed. I think maybe people view it as just a wrestling movie, a WWE movie, when I think it has a lot more to offer, and I think it really speaks to a larger audience. So if that word of mouth can get out there that, hey, even if you're not a WWE fan or you don't watch really, I think you can still really like this film, maybe more people will give it a shot. Right, because that's what I said in my review. I said, I said, you know, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to watch it, or you don't have to know anything about wrestling. They touch a lot on the wrestling that you love that before, like you know, with The Rock and Stone Cold. Okay. They touch on that a lot, which I know the core audience will be like, oh yeah, 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 because that's what I heard in the audience when I was like, when I was watching, they're like, oh, John Cena, oh, The Rock, you know, everyone knows yeah. them. But it's like, yeah, now wrestling, the wrestling is like, it's kind of tone, not. It's just not that because I I still watch every week, but I it's not like what it was at yes. all. But um, another thing is too is that like I feel like if she was still wrestling, it would yeah. probably done much better because she's injured and she's out kind of permanently. Yeah, so she'd be forced to retire. Yeah, she was forced to retire last year. So I think like if she was like in the limelight and still wrestling and then they made her champion, I feel like people, oh, let's go see this Paige movie. But because she's not in the limelight right now and this like kind of came out, it's kind of like a bad hit on that. But I mean, I don't think they were expecting a huge blowout in the box office. Uh, maybe what they, how much, like how how much they try to promote The Rock. But, you know, even even he nowadays doesn't bring in that much box office because we saw what happened with Skyscraper. But, um, <laughs> like, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, other, it, it depends on the movie he's in. Like, yes. the Hobbs and Shaw movie will do great. But, you know, um, as far as that goes, you know, so I, I am happy with what it made. And um, this is our, we can move on to number five, I believe. Yes, so number five was Isn't It Romantic, the Rebel Wilson anti-rom-com but also a rom-com movie uh, that is in its second week and it 
brought in 7.5 million, which is a 47% dip, um, which is actually a pretty solid hold considering this opened up right in time for Valentine's Day holiday uh, and the holiday President's Day weekend as well. 47%, right. I think they should be happy. They fell under uh, 50. But this week it is up to a total of 33.8 million domestic, which I think is a, again, a nice. Nice little haul for that film. It doesn't look like it's opened worldwide yet, which is also an interesting choice why they haven't rolled that out. But mm. <laughs> um, seeing that, especially in Australia, because Rebel Wilson and Liam Hemsworth, I don't know why they haven't opened it in <laughs> Australia already. Um, but yeah, so a, a solid outing for Rebel Wilson. Of course, we got that new trailer for her upcoming film with Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I thought the film was fine. It got better reviews than expected. And I think it'll certainly pass 50 million, but right. how much further it goes. It, right. It'll stay in a, a pretty solid rom-com haul. Yeah, right. I, I, I liked that movie as well. I'm happy for it to keep that it's keep making money and it stayed in the top five. But there's a movie that you did not mention in the top five, and that is Happy Death Day to you. I'm so bummed with how bad it did. Like, this, you know, last week and then this week. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, higher than the first movie. I was just like, yeah, I mean, how can it not? But I'm just like, when the, those numbers came out, I was like, wow. Like, you know, it, it, it didn't even crack 10 million opening weekend, you know? And I'm like, maybe because of the Lego movie and Alita and, and then What Men Want was doing really well. So I just like, what is it at right now in the box office? It's like number nine, I think, on like eight. Yeah, it least? fell down. So it fell to number seven this oh. past weekend. And it had a 47.5% drop. So a little bit Jeez. larger drop than isn't a romantic in its second weekend. Mm. And it's down to just uh, just under five million at about four point yeah. eight million. So, but looking at its overall numbers, the saving grace with any Blumhouse production is it only costs nine million to make, thankfully. So, looking at its numbers, it's at twenty one point six domestically, forty two point five worldwide. So, it's more than tripled its budget worldwide. So, it's fine. It just is a little bit shocking because pretty much everybody I know that gave Happy Death Day a chance, mm-hmm. a lot of people waited because they thought it looked terrible, so they didn't watch it in the theater. But everybody right. really enjoyed it. So, it's, it is a little bit disheartening that those people didn't want to come back on for a second ride, and this one is performing much worse than the first. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Because I, I remember the whole reason, the main reason why they 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 like they signed on for a sequel was because of how well the first one did and and, yeah. and it's such a low, such a low budget i think it was like 20 20 million it made that first one yeah. did but like i and then i also got to thinking like you know the first one came out during halloween time so i'm thinking maybe like halloween is where everyone wants to get creepy and scary and it's you know let's go watch a scary movie you know that's why that's why like normal usually i mean unless you're the possession of hannah grace usually Halloween time movies do really well, you know, uh, like like Halloween did well, but Happy oh, Death yeah. Day, the first one was, I, I know it did pretty well because I I remember watching going into the theater that weekend when it came out, it was like such a t- such a big deal, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. So I just when this one came out, and they showed 
like they showed this trailer, Happy Death Day to You, under the Halloween trailer, you know, like you no, know I mean, under the Halloween, like before Halloween and stuff like that. They premiered this this trailer, so I just thought it was like had all the signs to do well. But then when you look around, when you look at what came out around it, it's just it makes sense. But I'm just still bummed by it because I'm like I enjoyed it for what it was. It's it's definitely going way off the rails. But yeah, you know, I think they. I don't know they. The to you and all that. I I think part of the problem was is they did release it at this time. It faced stiff competition for Valentine's Day with Isn't right. It Romantic and What Men right. Want, and it's not. It wasn't. It didn't have anything to do with Valentine's Day. Like it had literally nothing to do with mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. It's about a birthday, so they kind of marketed that cake type thing again. But we're still stuck on the same day, which is in October. So why, you know, I, I kind of, yeah. agree. Why, why are we releasing this in February when we're repeating a day again that happens in October? So I, I do think it was a very strange choice. Yeah. I, I don't know if this, I don't think this skews particularly female heavy, but it's not going to be really what you're, you're going to go see over, isn't it romantic? What men want. There's inspirational films. There's action for that demographic. There's family films. It just, I, it didn't, there's not another horror other than the Prodigy, which obviously I think people would choose this, but but then again, the Prodigy actually was a horror, whereas this was a comedy with horror-y slight elements. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's like... Not a horror, really, at all, so... It's just um, weird. <clears throat> the first one production budget four point eight million, and then opening weekend twenty six million, and then um overall like domestically it made fifty five million worldwide it made one hundred twenty five million. That's insane. And then I'm like looking at this one, and you're right. Like if they would have if if this would have been like, hmm, like I just thought the story could have. Like they they could have it didn't have to be the same day. I think that's also what what drew people away was that it's the same exact that that's definitely what that was a red flag for me. I was like it's the same day. Like you know I thought like maybe like it's a new day that they're gonna re- redo and stuff like that. And like and and then if you want to come out February fourteenth, then why not have her repeat Valentine's Day? You know what I mean or something like that. Well, I don't know because they focus on her relationship a lot in the film, so they could have easily switched it on over to Valentine's Day or something. But I don't, I don't know. And think hearing that this hasn't even made in two weeks uh, um, how much the first one made in its first weekend. So, uh, man, I get looking, so yeah. I get so bummed when I want like a movie that I, I mean, it like I said, it wasn't like amazing but i did enjoy it and i just i just want horror movies to succeed in the in the long run like i could i mean the prodigy whatever yeah you can blow that under the under the rug but like you know have these type of movies like i want these ones to do well because that means we get more horror movies the next horror movies that i think we're gonna that's gonna do really really good just because of the name alone that's who's writing and and directing it and the trailer was amazing is us i think that's gonna be really good yeah Uh, that's it yeah, that's gonna. Do, it's coming, but the thing about that one is that it's coming after Captain Marvel, I believe, right? I think it has enough time. I think it'll be okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's coming the week after Captain Marvel, but I. So I don't think the next week it'll be number one. I do think no, the next week no. it'll be like number two, right after that. You know, at least with like I. I can look. I can see like a thirty plus million dollar weekend for that movie. 
um, just because of pre-sales and stuff like that. So that's definitely interesting and stuff. But um, yeah, so looking at this top 10, there was another debut <laughs> from Run the Race, which is a Tim Tebow produced, uh, obviously faith-based film that debuted at number 10, barely snuck mm-hmm. in with a 2.3 million right. or so. It opened in less than a thousand theaters. Um, I mean, this is pretty run-of-the-mill for faith-based films of this like. Um, the Tim Tebow name didn't seem to push it up anymore. So, <laughs> I, I think, honestly, I think the days of a name is going to do the box office. I think, like, because back, like, back in the day, if you said, like, oh, wow, a movie about that person, or, like, oh, wow, he's going to be in it, I think that would, like, bring in so much revenue but I think the today's date, I think people just want, I don't know, like, I don't think names is really, like, like what's driving people in the box office anymore, you know? I, I don't I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it, but I just don't think, like, hey, The Rock's gonna be in that movie. I just, eh, I mean, okay, but, like, I, or, like, like, what's another name? Like, Bradley Cooper or something, yeah. like, well, you know, I just don't think names really, like you know, make people come out unless you're like, I don't like Kevin Hart has a good following. As I say, looking movie. at Kevin Hart, his movie had the smallest drop in the entire top 10. Uh, right. The upside, it fell 41.5%. Mm. And that movie has kind of been the surprise hit. It's had really long legs ever since it opened. It has, uh, yeah. 3.2 million this weekend. It's up to 99. So by tomorrow, probably, it will pass 100 million so far. Wow. The domestic at 110 million, 0.5 worldwide. It carried a 37.5, so it's just over that three times multiplier. It's into the profit margin, but it's a nice little film that people have seemed to to really enjoy. It didn't open huge or anything, but it's just held strong ever since it opened. Right. True. True. Good point. Um. So, so Kevin, I, he right, is I definitely, uh, I definitely uh, enjoy that movie as well too. So, um, yeah. So I, I guess that's that's all we got. This week for the um, box office beatdown, the first episode of the box office beatdown. Really excited to start this show with um with you, Larry, because I always see that you post about box office, <laughs> and I'm a huge advocate for box like that goes yeah. on the. I, I'm a huge advocate for box office. I love talking about it, love posting about it, and stuff like that. Seeing how much movies did like when it was like the November, December, I was so like invested in the box office because of how much. <laughs> How many, how much, like, like when Mortal Engines came out, I was like, yep, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so I can't wait to see what this year is like for the box office and stuff like that. I'm excited to talk more about it. Yeah, I think, that, uh, speaking of Oscars tonight, Green Book still holding strong, too. They re-released that heavy, and it's still, it was number 11, but right, about yeah. 70 million this weekend, so it's a crowd pleaser. Green and then book. looking forward to next week, it's going to be interesting to see, I think, How to Train Your Dragon, if I were to predict, is going to hold at number one. Um, Medea's family, uh, fu- uh, Medea's family, family funeral, is that it? Medea yeah, family I so, funeral? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that'll probably be number two, uh, depending, I, I don't think how to train your dragon will drop far enough but the media movies are pretty consistent to get around a 20 million opening so i think that'll probably be number two greta i'm not sure Uh, i think it's had pretty good advertising but i think it may be around 10 is what i would guess so 
that, that's I, my I'd prediction even, for next week. <laughs> I, I, I'd even go. I'd even Greta. I'd even go like nine or eight. Yeah, it I might just, be. It probably will. Like, I hope it's good. I'm gonna check it out this week. But it's like, yeah, yeah with everything coming out with it, and then um the next week and stuff like that, you know. So we'll see how it does next weekend on episode two. But um, that is it for the show, guys. It's Oscar night. Everyone is getting excited for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yep, finally here. Then we could just move past this whole season and start fresh, you know, because we all need it and stuff like that. But, uh, Larry, thank you for coming on the show once again. I'll, and I will speak to you next week for episode two of the Box Office Beatdown. I like that name. Um, yeah. All right, guys. My name is Dwayne. My, that was Larry. I will add all of the social media in the links below. And you can follow us everywhere, pretty much. Uh, I will add all that in the links below. Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.